Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of A Brief Tale. We have someone very awesome with us today. Uh, we have Austin, who is DC Undies fan. I forgot your social ne- media name correct. Welcome. Yep. Thanks. Good deal. Good to have you here. He is a fellow blogger, and if you have not seen his blog, you need to go check it out because he does a lot of great reviews. Check out his blog, and he's on Twitter as well, so you need to follow him. We'll get to that shortly, but welcome, Austin. Thank you. First off, tell our listeners a little bit about you if they don't know who you are. All right. Well, um, as I said, my, my name is Austin. I am uh, early 30s, uh, uh, living in the uh, D.C. area, specifically the Virginia side of it. I, I recently you know, graduated uh, from University of Maryland, and I have a postdoc opportunity now that I do remote Stony Brook. I guess that's all the, the basic stuff. I am also... Um, I am gay. That's one other issue. Uh, not issue, but <laughs> yeah, I'm gay. So that's uh, just another aspect of who I am. And yeah, bit of a nerd. Uh, aside from doing this, all my blogging stuff, I do like my video games and things like that. But yeah, nice, very nice. DC is a great area that I have not been in forever. It's a lovely part of the country. It is. I, I do quite like. Uh, the LGBT community here. I haven't been in quite a while. I used to have some of my favorite bars and places because we used to Mm -hmm. go to many years ago, Cobalt. And we'd go to Annie's when I was up there. Is Annie's still there? I don't even know. Annie's? uh, The the Annie's Paramount Steakhouse? I think so. Yeah. So I actually, I got, I had, uh, I got lunch from there just yesterday. Oh, nice. We used to go like at three in the morning. Um, <laughs> so I haven't been in the daytime. It's, it's, I used to go all the time, and I, now Vegas has taken over for D.C. for me. It's a lot <laughs> nice. It's more sin. Well, out in the open. <laughs> Tell us how you first discovered underwear. What was it that caught your eye in underwear? Um, well, so I guess if I look back, Honestly, I think I had an interest in underwear before I realized I had an interest mm-hmm. in underwear. Like I can think back to, you know, times when I must have been in middle school or something. And I would, you know, maybe put on multiple pairs at once just to feel what it was like by having, you know, the extra cushion there or things like that. And the first time I really started noticing underwear and stuff, though, was, you know, maybe maybe high school-ish or something you know, general sort of puberty time and just on trips to the mall or something, when you go through the, the, the men's section at the store and you pass the aisle or two of men's underwear and you're just seeing all of the pictures of these guys in underwear on the packs. <laughs> and that, that was basically, I think, kind of the beginning of when I really started noticing. But yeah. Nice. And then when did you buy your first really good pair of underwear? <laughs> um, it, it depends on exactly what you want to call a really good pair, because I know the first like designer brand that I bought was, well, technically the designer brand was some um, Mosimo boxer briefs. And at the okay. time, this was when I was usually shopping <laughs> at Target for other reasons. Uh, early in grad school, when I was finally living on my own for the first time, 
and you know target headed with Mosimo or something like that. So I ended up over the course of a couple months, I ended up buying a number of these Mosimo boxer briefs that all were basically the same design, but in these different, very bright colors and usually white piping on them. Um, so right. I ended up having a full rainbow of these Mosimo boxer briefs. Now, of course. This was a brand that had to deal with Target. I don't know necessarily how much designer you want to count that as. You know, it wasn't hands or fruit of the loom, but again, it was kind of mass available at Target. Uh, the stuff that I bought first, which I definitely would consider kind of the designer brand, was uh, oh, what was it? The uh, Andrew Christian Cool Flex Teaser Air Jock. Um, oh wow! Which I had, I had seen. Um, I had seen kind of in action on a video line, two different guys, both wearing them and having some fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that kind of intrigued me. I noticed the uh, brand on the waistband in that video and just kind of went to go look it up. And that's how I really started getting into uh, online underwear orders. And honestly, again, I was finally living on my own in grad school and just the whole concept of having online underwear orders was almost a little bit of a revelation that that started that that started the whole process nice yeah when you see pictures and Andrew Christian's one of the ones that has the waistband with the branding so you can go look it up online mm-hmm. which is a good thing yeah so it's it's I've definitely in it's it's one thing that's I've enjoyed just kind of being part of this world is you know a lot of brands who do put their name or at least a identifiable logo somewhere really makes it easy that if you see something you're interested in, in a picture or video somewhere, you can go look it up and maybe get it for yourself. And I do like that part when brands do that. Yeah. It's nothing worse than you see a really cool pair and there's a nothing <laughs> and you're going, what is this? Or we have people email us, what is this brand? And I'm like, no clue, no yeah. clue. So they need something on there, but we, that's, that's another podcast. <laughs> so how did the Mosimo and then the Andrew Christian sort of influence you going forward? Did it yeah. sort of spark you to try new things or? I definitely think, but well, let me think, I don't know. For, you know, the Mosimo stuff, that was the, those were some of the first like really colorful pairs of underwear that I had gotten because usually the you know before then you know I had gotten you some of the you know kind of mass-produced stuff from you know Food of the Loon Haynes or whatever and it was it was still a, a, a mix of things because I had briefs boxers and boxer briefs before then but they were all you know generally kind of reserved colors just general stuff that you probably don't think of putting on when you put your underwear on in the morning mm-hmm. uh, the most most stuff was the very first really colorful underwear that I had which was very fun and you know I mentioned also I had gotten a whole rainbow of this stuff this was actually before I had come out and just starting to kind of experience with the underwear first off and then maybe going on like you know a few like chat services online and talking to people was probably the beginning of my coming out process starting to get comfortable with it online before getting comfortable with it uh, out in real life and for the Hindu Christian, the, the uh, what was it? The Cool Flex Teaser Air Jock. It's one of their sort of jock briefs. So yeah. it was a style that I hadn't really seen before, which was also one of the reasons why I got it. I was intrigued. And yeah, so that was the first thing that I got that wasn't a generic brief boxer or boxer brief. 
And so my, my collection now includes, you know, almost every cut of underwear you can think of and usually multiple kinds of any cut. So, yeah, I think that was, they both did help me branch out in that sense. Nice. Yeah. You, uh, from your blog, you have a ton of different pairs you wear, <laughs> which is yep. awesome. So how did you get started doing the blog? What was the catalyst? Yeah, the catalyst for the blog was just, <laughs> I guess, I think the, the best way to put it would almost be a little bit of guilt on how much or how many pairs of underwear I had bought over like the two or three years since my first purchase in Christian. And I was like, okay, I have all of these underwear, but I'm still not incredibly social in real life. I should make something of this collection that I have. So that was, that was basically the idea. It was like, I have all of these pairs. Let me... Let me talk about them. Nice. Yeah. And so that was mostly how I started. You notice if you actually go back, really back far to the beginnings of my blog, uh, it really was me just reviewing the pairs that I have. Since then, I'd also, I've also branched out a little bit into just, you know, if I see a picture online that I like, I may try to review the pair just based off of that picture. I only, only do that like maybe once a week on the blog. But yeah, it's the blog was intended to just me doing something with my pairs. I've also recently, very recently, um, decided to actually use the blog to also maybe try to sell some of the pairs that I, you know, maybe no longer wear or just maybe didn't fit in That's the first smart. place. Yeah, maybe, you know, get a little bit of more underwear purchasing back based on what I, the pairs that I already have. We're trying that with one of our podcast people, but he keeps throwing them away. What oh, no. Every time I turn oh, around, no. he's like, I just threw away more. And I'm like, we told you <laughs> we sell them because people will buy. The-. And he threw away a bike jock, too. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're killing me here. You're killing me. You're throwing away brand, almost brand new, brand name underwear. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to have I'm going to have to sit down now. I'm getting the vapors. It's just like, uh, uh, so yeah. But now your blog is awesome. It's always fun to run across other underwear bloggers out there because it's kind of a small world in blogging now that a lot of the ones that I read back in the day have now gone. So there's a new crop of people. And I think reviews are very important and you doing them is amazing. So you need to go <laughs> read it. So before you go any further, tell them how they can get to your blog. Sure. Um, so my blog is available at uh, dcundiesfan.home.blog. I also have it linked on my Twitter profile, and my Twitter is at dcundiesfan. And in both of those cases, the dcundiesfan is all kind of scrunched together in one word with no other punctuation in it. Um, nice. so yeah, that's the easiest way to find me online, both on Twitter and on the blog itself. Nice. Yes. Go check him out. Great, great stuff over there. He does different than we do reviews on our blog, but it's not a bad thing. You get a different perspective, which is always amazing. So definitely go check him out. So what are your favorite styles right now or favorite brands? And notice I say right now, because Mm-hmm. you're like us and week by week it'll probably change right it definitely changes um weeks uh, probably more like month to month or so 
Because um, one thing that I know when I'm, you know, picking out underwear, I usually do somewhat consider, you know, just, well, obviously unconsciously, I'll consider, you know, what the kind of, you know, time of the year is, what the weather is like. Like during the winter and such, I'm more likely to wear particularly like long johns and onesies, uh, union suits, and even just kind of my my boxers and stuff, boxer briefs like that. Well, in the summer, you know, maybe more likely to wear the bikinis and the thongs and the jock straps. But it's a generally a good mix throughout the year. Nice. Um, yeah. Another thing is like I also. Well, sometimes uh, it's partially because I have so many pairs, like thinking of making use of them. I'll often sometimes change underwear, you know, once or twice over the course of the day, depending on, you know, what I'm doing during the day. Certainly when I used to, you know, I'm a graduate recently, when I used to go up to campus uh, during the day for work, you know, I would maybe have a relatively more plain utilitarian pair on. Then when I got home, I'd found another pair for relaxing and then wear something else to bed. So yeah, like if I'm going, you know, to work or something, more likely to wear just a plain brief or a plain boxer brief while, you know, going to bed or stuff, such I want something that's probably looser, like a boxer or things yeah. like that. And then when I'm lounging about at home, I'll be just about whatever. Or if I'm out being social, that can influence the choice as well. Nice. Um, as for what I'm particularly wearing kind of right now, um, we are... Edge, we are easing out of colder weather kind of into the middle spring and warmer summer weather at the moment. Most of the winter, again, I was wearing a lot of kind of my boxer briefs and my trucks. Um, I do particularly like underwear that kind of that has those legs on them. Um, that's part, I think that's just part of my body because I do, I have <laughs> very thick thighs um, compared to the rest of the body. So actually having legs, particularly legs that go long enough that they don't roll back up is important to yes. me. Let's see. Uh, so that's kind of the general cuts that I'm wearing at the moment, boxer briefs and trunks. But I do go through phases, as I mentioned, you know, depending on the time of the year. And also sometimes just if I see something I like, I'll go through phases. I remember very early on once, it completely not considering the weather at all, I went through a thong phase, and that was my really first big dive into thongs. And I was wearing those almost constantly for a month or two at that time. I've also participated in Jocktober once or twice, wearing a jock strap each day for the month of October. Kind of fun. I certainly am hoping that, you know, as summer rolls around this year, especially as COVID restrictions ease up, I can get outside and get active more because I'm I'm also kind of a very, very amateur recreational soccer player and I want to get back on the field. And that'll definitely oh, cool. mean more jock straps and more thongs when I go out to do that. Um, Definitely. So those are all the cuts. If you want to think about like my favorite brands or favorite individual pairs, I have so many pairs. I don't really have any favorite individual pairs, but uh, kind of the group of stuff that's up near the top, I would say my favorite line of underwear, I think, is probably uh, Burgerware's Feel Swab line. Um, okay, yeah. I, actually, I love the Feel pouch. Uh, interestingly, it works better for um like uh bikini cut and the the trunk cut but not as well for the brief i've discovered uh i think it's just the way the different cuts have their support around the edges that how the pouch falls um but then also just the material of the swab that ergoware has is great um so those are among my all-time favorites some of my other favorite brands include um n2n 
mm-hmm. uh, also of cock socks, both of those with great pouches. And then maybe a little bit of a sleeper pick, but I also really like Alpha Box. Um, what was it's, that? A pan- it's, it's a brand called Alpha Box. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, I think they're relatively new. I think, uh, I haven't looked in full detail, but they've got a lot of different uh, boxer briefs with a dual pouch design that I particularly like. In nice. general, I've liked a lot of dual pouch underwear. You know, um, I think Sheep is another one. Um, and to an extent, Saks. But I think yeah. the Alpha Box has gotten one of my, one of the best dual pouches out there. Oh, Separatech is also a good dual pouch design. I have several yeah. of those as well. But I think Alpha Box is my favorite among all of the dual pouch stuff. Nice. So um, I have to say the the feel is my least favorite pouch of Virgo wear. <laughs> I like like the others, but I know there are tons who love that pouch because they pay attention to their pouches, which is yeah. Awesome. It's interesting. Like um, I've noticed both. Actually, this is a just kind of comparison between Ergoware and Andrew Christian. I know that you know for Ergoware, the feel pouch is probably one of the looser of their pouches, mm-hmm. but it comes up nicely, kind of beneath everything. Um, so it kind of gives you that freedom of motion while still also providing the support. And their yeah. other pouches are maybe a little bit more shaped and constrained. And yeah. I have that same sort of comparison with some of Andrew Christian's lines because Andrew Christian has both their show it uh, tech yeah. as well as their almost naked pairs. And usually the almost nakeds, again, have kind of a looser pouch that still has some support beneath while the show it is very, very intentionally constructed kind of put you forward and hold you in a specific way. And they're all very good. I love all of these pouches, but I do think I lean a little bit more to sort of that freer pouch. As long as, as long as your, your junk is kind of there kept separate from your legs and things like that. Definitely. I agree. That's cool. So how many pairs roughly are in your collection? (laughs) So the last time I did a full count was uh, before I moved from the Maryland side of D.C. area to the Virginia side. And that was like three years ago. And at the time, I think it was somewhere around 270 pairs. Okay. Um, And so it's definitely over 300 now. I just haven't done an official inventory in a while. That's a respectable Uh, collection. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And again, so that's part of the reason, like, I've got so many pairs. I should be doing something with them. Um, so whether it's, you know, making the blog or even trying to sell some of them is nice. I have, so like the first year or two that I had discovered online underwear orders, I was, I was buying far too much, especially for a grad student's budget. Um, I was probably getting like somewhere between, you know, maybe eight and 12 pairs a month. And that was, it, it was fun. But once I passed 200, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I need to slow down. So it's definitely been slower, slower purchasing since then. But, um, you know, especially if, especially if the sales part of my blog takes off, I may try to get back into, you know, finding more and, you know, reviewing more and making more available. Um, something that's certainly on my list of things to buy. I, I don't have, I mentioned I was had a thong phase previously, but I really haven't bought a lot of thongs recently at all. And there are several brands that I'm very interested in trying that I haven't purchased yet. Uh, hang on a minute. Let me see if I can find that list of stuff that I wanted. Okay, which um, are you at? Pardon? I'm about to say, which thong brands are you interested in? 
Um, let's see, because I think, uh, let me see if I can pull up. I'd written this down at one point. Now I need to refine it again. Um, I think, uh, like, I know a Roy man was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is... Sorry, I'm just scrolling through some of my notes at the moment. Uh, Sound like me. I write notes and then I have to go back in and I'm like, where did I put that? Yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, Roy Man, uh, Giovanna, uh, Muscle okay. Skins are all up there. Also, one, <laughs> one cut of underwear that I don't have at the moment, which is very specific and probably is the reason why I don't have it, is one of those like full body thongs. Where instead of having a waistband, it goes all the way up above your shoulders. I don't have anything yep. like that at the moment, and I kind of want to try it at some point. Um, so, so, yeah, that's on my list. Uh, and for most of the other cuts, I'm pretty happy with my collection. But, yeah, I think the thongs are a little underrepresented at the moment in my collection, especially thongs that have good pouches. Um, I found some um. with, I found some with good pouches, but... You know, just browsing Twitter and such, there are a bunch of thongs out there with really prominent pouches, and I don't have any mm-hmm. quite like that at the moment. One I can definitely recommend is uh, Skinswear. Mm, is the okay. thong brand. They, uh, they're kind of like muscle skins. Uh, they have a ton of different pouches, cuts, fabrics. Uh, I got their... About two Christmases ago, I got their little black thong, and it's a smaller thong than I've ever gotten, like on the sides and back. And the pouch was amazing, and it was like twenty bucks. Oh, so it can be used as it can be used as swimwear or underwear, and it's really I was really impressed with it. And I'm not a big thong guy, so. <laughs> but yeah, that that's one you should put on your list for sure too. Okay, cool. Thanks. And check out sales because, you know, we all love a sale. Yes. I know one thing early on that I discovered, which probably helped with me on my grad student budget, was um, not long after finding Andy Christian, I'd also found like CheapUndies.com. Oh, yeah. Um, And again, once I slowed down my underwear purchasing, you know, after I realized I passed 200 pairs, I, you know, I haven't checked, you know, CheapUndies nearly as much as I used to, but I used to check it almost every day. Yeah, I but yeah. as well, and I've fallen off. I get the emails every day, and I just certain days don't look. And like Steve Grand just did a big sale, and I'm like, I don't need anything. I don't need <laughs> anything. I'm not looking. And then the last podcast came out. Andy told about the fifty percent off Aussie bum, and I'm like, I don't need anything. Ooh. I'm not looking. No, no. yeah. What but, am I? Go ahead. Sorry. I said, but. We can never turn down a good deal on underwear. Yeah, I know. Um, one of my one of my relatively recent orders was five different items from Aussie Bomb, which I did get through that fifty percent off uh, sale um, at the time. It, it is hard to resist a sale for a brand that you like if it's really getting into it. Um, oh, yeah. the one the one thing that I do somewhat feel bad about doing always, you know, like sniping sales and such is usually a lot of these brands will put things on sale when they're running low on their inventory, which completely makes sense from a business perspective, yeah. but it makes it almost hard to keep or makes it almost hard to get pairs that you see 
uh, like elsewhere that you want. You know, I mentioned a lot of the times, early, especially early on, I found underwear pairs and brands based on seeing them, you know, in like pictures on Tumblr or, you know, going to, you know, various video sites and seeing things there. Yep. And it's like, okay, you see a pair you want, you go to the, uh, you know, designer's site and either the pair is new and it's not on sale or it's been too long and the pair isn't available anymore. It's very hard to hit that sweet spot. Well, and I, and I do. Oh, go ahead. Well, COVID's made that even worse because Ergo Wear is one of my favorites. And with the store, it's kind of turned into like end to end. If you see it, you got to buy it because it's no more. It's coming in. Yeah. Sizes go out left and right. And I'm like, even before I can get it sometimes, I'm like, it's sold out. What? (laughs) So it's like, because uh, there's been a ton of Ergo wear I've wanted this year, and I've just missed out on it because I'm used to it just coming back in stock. And I'm like, oh, I'll get it in the next week or two or whenever it refills. And now it's like, nope, it's not refilling. So yeah. that's another. So yeah. yeah. I do feel bad sometimes if I put a review on my blog for a pair that I've had for a while, and I realize, well, this pair is no longer available. I can maybe recommend something similar for people. But I feel bad, especially if it's a pair I've enjoyed and now other people can't get it. That's, I know that's, that certainly happened with uh, earlier on with a, a set of N2N underwear yes. that I really like. was their core cycle trunks. Um, and they had yes. also an interesting couch design to them. And I really enjoyed them. And at one point I tried to go buy like a third pair and they just kind of weren't there anymore. There are some similar pairs that they have currently available you always got to be kind of researching and seeing, okay, what's comparable because maybe the pair that you're interested in or the pair that you're talking about just isn't being made anymore. Oh yeah. And I can understand why designers do that, but as a, as an underwear fan, it's a little frustrating. Well, it's going to bring up into end because by the time you get it, wear it, review it and go back to the site, it's probably gone and sold mm-hmm. out or it's on clearance because Andrew does that at end to end where it's like, all right, now it's $10 and it's only like two sizes. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, we're going to have him back on very soon. And that's been his model the last year or so. It's worked well for him, but it's one yeah, of those where yeah. you're like, you'll see it. And you're like, if I don't get it, I'm not going to get it. You have to buy right. it right then. There's no coming back to it. And more brands, I think, are starting to do that where it's like, okay, I like this, but uh, which makes it harder for people like us reviewing because it's like, oh, yeah, you could get it, but it's not around anymore. Yeah. I know there was actually something I had seen in like an email I got from N2N, you know, maybe a month or two ago. And then, you know, I was busy that week. So, you know, the next week, another email came in. And it was like the same family of underwear, but two of the four different cuts were now not on that second email. Yep. I'm like, oh, okay. It's been only a week and they're all basically sold out now. Gone. Gone. There's so many pairs of that end to end that it's like, it's either, all right, I'm going to buy these or B, it's like, I can't afford that right now. I've got to pass on those and hope something comes along afterwards. I was like, uh because I like his singlets, too, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'll see them, and I'm like, I must have it. I must have it. I've got to buy it. 
And mm-hmm. now he's supposed to send me one. I'm going to harass him because he said he would send me something specific. <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't gotten anything. It's been a month. And I know oh, he's no. forgotten. <laughs> Love Andrew. He's one of my favorite people in underwear. But it's like, you get too busy and you forgot. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's the joy of doing reviews. Or my favorite is every so often we get them from different brands. And then you being by yourself, you get them, you wear them. And great, you're probably, what, about a week or so, week or two, depending on what you're doing. But we usually send them out to other guys. So that adds like another week or so to it. So it's like a good month before it gets on the site. And then yeah. you go to post it and they're like, oh, we just continued that. I'm like, well, why did you just send it to me? <laughs> now I can't. We'll put the review up, but they can't buy it. So thanks. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next question. And uh, for everyone listening, the tangents in this are all underrelated, so you should be happy. Because I always get thrown <laughs> yeah, off. Sorry. I always get thrown off. And then this time it's all underwear. So I'm like, they'll enjoy it. So do your friends or anyone know of A, your Liker Underwear, or B, your blog? And then um, I have to ask a follow-up question to the blog. How do people react when they find out you have an underwear blog? Well, let's see. So um, I don't, like, directly talk about underwear in general very much, especially, like, you know, you know not to coworkers or any of my non-LGBT friends. Um, but a lot of my LGBT friends do know that I'm, or maybe might have a feeling that I'm into underwear stuff and maybe know my blog exists. Um, most of my close friends definitely know the blog exists and are usually some degree of underwear fans themselves. Like I've gone and hung out with friends for the purposes of, you know, you know, trying on various pairs of underwear, particularly exchanging underwear and just kind of hanging out, chilling around with them. So for some of my, yeah, for some of my closest LGBT friends, it's very well known outside of them. I I really don't advertise it much. Um, I guess my, like, (laughs) I, I, you know, I mentioned I moved from Maryland, the Maryland side of DC to the Virginia side. Part of that move was moving in with my sister who was coming out to the DC area at the time. So my entire family knows I have a giant underwear collection. They just kind of shrug it off, I guess. Um, I don't know if they know about my blog itself. But, you know, if they asked, I would probably say, sure, it's there. Um, Because, I mean, for my blog, blog, it's, you know, there's nothing particularly risque about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, sometimes things will show just because we're talking about underwear. But I do try to make sure that my blog is kind of, as PG as a men's underwear blog can be. So it's all very much focused on the reviews as much as I can. So I don't feel too bad about it if someone were to ask. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the thing about underwear blogs. You can either be PG or very hard X-rated, depending on what (laughs) you're doing, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. so I I do certainly have some posts again where some things are definitely showing, but, you know, I try to use my tag system to make sure that's clear when it happens. And when it does happen, I, you know, I try to make sure that, you know, I'm not, you know, erect to the point where it's obscene or anything like that. Just try to show off how the pair of underwear is designed and how it fits around your junk. Just trying to be as professional as I can with it. 
Nice. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely noticed about your blog is it's not, hey, look at me, but more, hey, here's the underwear. Here's what I love. Yeah, exactly. So that's one reason I really like your blog and definitely wanted to get you on the podcast as well. Because it's like, here's another underwear fan that really, it's what we're doing. And he's doing (laughs) something similar. So it's awesome to get you on. So I have one last question for you. We at UNB Think Underwear Boost Confidence. Have you ever used underwear in a specific example or time when you needed a confidence boost or it boosted your confidence? Um. I wouldn't say necessarily that I've ever directly consciously used my underwear to boost confidence. Although maybe, um, you know, I mentioned, you know, I'll sometimes wear specific drops or thongs when I'm out playing soccer or sometimes wearing a specific pair if I'm like going out to the club or something. Um, aside from those, I wouldn't say I've ever really consciously tried to boost confidence with my underwear. That said, um, I do think that having all of these pairs of underwear that, you know, I've made, I've consciously purchased for what I like about those pairs does provide a nice kind of subconscious confidence boost when I'm wearing them throughout the days and stuff like that. Cause as long as you're, you know, if your underwear isn't as comfortable as it can be, or if your underwear is just kind of drab and you think it's drab, those two things can yep. provide kind of an unconscious, um, you know, you know, negative boosts to your mindset over the course of the day. So it's even the pairs that I intentionally get for like that everyday wear, like when I used to go into the office or stuff like that, even if the pairs were kind of plain themselves and I just kind of threw them on in the morning, the fact that I had previously purchased them intentionally and they still look good, even if they're somewhat plain does, you know, yeah, it's that kind of underlying unconscious confidence boost to them that I really enjoy. And of nice. course, if I am going out being social, going out to a club or, you know, going out to a sports game or something like that, having that extra support, especially if it's a little promoting, can be very nice as well. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah, think there's any specific one-off that I've definitely chosen underwear for, you know, a confidence boost. Nice. Very nice. So that wraps up our podcast. I want to thank you for coming on Austin. It was really yeah, thanks awesome for me. to have you. And it's really fun to get someone who loves underwear and does something similar. So it's good to compare mm-hmm. notes again, yeah. tell people where they can find your blog and your Twitter. So yeah, my Twitter account is at DC undies fan, all one word, no little punctuation in there. And uh, you can get to my blog from my Twitter account. The blog's address is dcundiesfan.home.blog. Um, again, all everything aside from the dots, it's all one word with no other punctuation. Nice. Everyone needs to go check it out. Uh, read it often. He does three posts a week. And yeah. So thank you again, Austin. And I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having hopefully me. Hopefully we'll get you back on soon. That sounds great. I'd love to come.